Welcome to another edition of SPEW. It is, in fact, not SPEW. You should say the entire acronym for accuracy. Sirius Potter, in an everyday world, offers up another episode today. And two very exciting pieces of news. One is what you just heard is our new intro music, which was composed and produced by my good friend Alex Schenkman. So thank you, Alex, for doing that for us. Alex is an awesome composer, and everyone should check him out and support his music. And uh, the second exciting piece of news is we have a special guest today. Today we're joined by Katie Bowers from the Harry Potter Alliance. Katie, thanks so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So we'll kind of start out, I imagine that some of our listeners may not know too much about the Harry Potter Alliance, um, which is an organization with, I think, a similar mission to ours, working to build social justice um, through the lens of Harry Potter or drawing on Harry Potter to create a more just world. So Katie, do you maybe want to start out with telling us a little bit about the Harry Potter Alliance and what your role is there? And then we'll get going with some of our usual guest questions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, the Harry Potter Alliance is a nonprofit that uses pop culture to get people involved in social change. Uh, We look at ourselves as Dumbledore's army for the real world. Um, We are... We have been around for 13 years, um, and we have worked on a huge slew of issues that tie in um, in a few different ways to the books. We have some campaigns that we've done that tie really directly to um, some of the values and important things from the book. We um, have done campaigns around... uh, making schools safe for LGBT students. We've done um, a big campaign around fair trade chocolate and making sure that chocolate in uh, our world is just as magical as it is in the Harry Potter books. Um, We have a big campaign we do every year called Accio Books that is dedicated to getting books in the hands of people in need. Um, And some of the inspiration comes directly from Harry Potter. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some of our recent campaigns that do that. And some of them are more like in the vein of uh, kind of the spirit of Harry Potter, if not like a direct correlation. Um, And my role there is uh, the campaigns director, and I oversee all of our development of our new campaigns and uh, kind of execution of how they get brought to the public. Um, I also oversee all of our social media presence. So if you follow the HP Alliance on basically any platform, um, you can find out a lot more about us and see kind of what half of my job is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I should mention a thank you to our sister Cassandra for helping set Mm -hmm. this up and um, that the Harry Potter Alliance also makes some pretty awesome t-shirts and other apparel, which which Cassandra has has worn and also given to us as gifts. So definitely check that out. Mm -hmm. Can I, can I plug where to buy them? Yeah, please do. Yeah. If you go to, uh, dftba.com slash hpa 
don't forget to be awesome.com slash Harry Potter Alliance. Uh, you can, you can see all of our, all of our magical merch and wizard wares. Nice. Love that. All right, Justin, you want to take it away? Sure. Well, uh, Katie, I think we'll, we'll start out with a question we ask all of our guests. Um, Mm -hmm. if there, if, uh, you had a Patronus in the world of Harry Potter, what, what do you suppose it might be? So I I have always had a hard time answering this question. So I was I was really excited when the Pottermore quiz mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. because I thought mm-hmm. like, oh, I will finally know. This will be the definitive answer. Were you as disappointed um, and, as I was? Well, <laughs> I took I I took the quiz and I got a black and white cat. What what did you get? I got a salmon. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's Both of you amazing. is better than mine. I got a dragonfly. Oh, that's so cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> yours is yours is fierce. It can mm-hmm. zip right into a Dementor's ears and <laughs> annoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cat, though, that's, yeah, that's classic. Classic wizard familiar. You got some McGonagall <laughs> vibes going there. Yeah, I um like I like it, and I I had a black and white cat when I was uh when I was younger, and so I thought that was nice. But I also sort of expected it to feel like a little more epic when I found out what my Patronus mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and I was just sort of like, oh, it's a cat. That's that's cool. <laughs> so I think if I were if I think I were to fan cast my Patronus, um, I think I might go for a dolphin. Mm. Um, which could be friends with your salmon, maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I think a dolphin because I like they're they're super fun and playful. Um, they're intelligent, and I feel like they just fit in with the way a Patronus travels. Uh, is a very you know kind of dolphiny type mm-hmm. movement. So that's uh, that's what I think I would go for, but uh, I think legally speaking, I have a black and white cat as a Patronus. <laughs> JK has spoken. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly you've been you've been uh, invested in this world for a long time um, since before you were with the Harry Potter Alliance. I would imagine. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about um, how you first became involved with Harry Potter? When you first discovered the series and what it's meant to you over the years? Yeah. Um so the my mom actually purchased the Harry Potter books for me when they were first coming out. Oh. Um I I was 12 and the first two were already out. Mm-hmm. And so she purchased both of them and she said, uh you know, I heard these books are are really good. I think you're going to like them. And she handed me Chamber of Secrets first and so i (laughs) and so i just read that one first and i read it and like i really enjoyed it but the whole time i was reading it i was just like i feel like something is missing like this book is good but i feel like something is off with it (laughs) um (laughs) and then and then i read sorcerer's stone and i was like oh here Mm -hmm. it is this Mm -hmm. is this is great (laughs) so um so I read the first two out of order, and then um, I was actually Harry's age for mm-hmm. the first uh, like couple of books that came out uh, through Goblet of Fire. So that was that was cool. Um, and then uh, you know, JKR got really popular and took a big stinking break mm-hmm. and threw threw off my mm-hmm. my rhythm. Yeah. Um, 
But it was cool because the last one ended up being published uh, the year I graduated from college, and uh, it was a cool kind of like farewell to uh, childhood sort of experience. Um, but yeah, so so Harry Potter has been in my life for a really really long time, and it's had a really um, uh, like it's had a huge impact on my life. Um, obviously it helped shape my career in ways that I couldn't even have possibly imagined. Um, I got involved with the HPA originally as a volunteer. I heard about it on, um, probably MuggleNet. I don't even remember mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but heard about it through there, got involved as a volunteer, uh, got to, you know, travel to a bunch of different conferences, and eventually uh, joined staff, and it just has been, uh, it's it's been shaping, it, it. I don't know, Harry Potter has given me tools to change the world that I, like, wouldn't necessarily have access to otherwise like not not just in like lessons I've learned from Mm -hmm. the book but literally like people I've gotten to meet and uh you know our 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 network of people who are involved with the HPA and our audience on social media and everything else and just um these incredible things that we get to do that are inspired by the books um that just you know, wouldn't have be happening without without the community that's uh, risen up around the book series, and so yeah, it's it's pretty life changing, honestly. Yeah, you said tools to shape the world. Are you talking about the community that's that's grown up around these wonderful books? Are you talking about ways of thinking about the world? Some some mix of both. I I think it's a mix of both really. Like I think um the 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 big thing I have always I've always been interested in um social justice and like the way that um the ways that we can um kind of live our lives and like push decision makers to make the world better and to make our own communities better. Um so that's something I think I was going to be doing uh, regardless in my career path. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it, it, finding the HPA was just this incredible thing of like, oh my God, like this nerdy thing that I love so much can be used to do all this good. And there are literally like thousands of people who are already involved and already doing that. Um, and so I think like the community around the books is really, inspiring and had doing so much good work and so many like interesting things of just different interesting story and art piece and podcasts and everything else I was so I'm so excited um about the podcast you all are doing because obviously like it really lines up with the HPA and with my interests so like that's super cool um but also I think that the books are, you know, uh, they are a really handy tool for kind of looking at the world and looking at what's going on and sort of going like, wow, this stuff, uh, a lot of things that are happening in the world is really scary. And being able to look at it through the lens of like an epic story and being able to see 
okay, like this is how heroes handle this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it's really helpful, and it really adds like kind of, um, I I think a little sort of I th- you know not to be cheesy, but I think it adds a little magic to it, and it makes it a little <laughs> bit more fun to be able to engage with things that are really hard at times. Um, So both of those things, the community and things that I've learned from reading the books uh, have been really inspiring. And I I think one concrete example of some of those things you're talking about, Katie, um, is your Wizards Protect Democracy initiative, which... Yeah, I was just looking at that as you sent some information on that over to us. And um, it was really cool to see the ways that Harry Potter can be used to explain kind of what are those warning signs of a democracy in jeopardy or the steps towards a more authoritarian type of government as explained by characters or situations within harry potter so could you tell us a little bit more about that um campaign that you that you're launched that you have launched now yeah yeah absolutely um it is funny because i definitely don't think when i was 12 and my mom was handing me the books i don't think she thought like well here's a good manual she'll need to understand authoritarian (laughs) rule in the future um but it is, we, we just released this toolkit um, with another organization that's called Protect Democracy, and the toolkit is called Wizards Protect Democracy, um, and it's part of an initiative that we are helping people um, understand and recognize the signs of uh, democracy in jeopardy, basically. Um, about uh, one-third of people around the world live in what are characterized as declining democracies, um, which are uh, democracies that are democracy in name, but in practice are um, experiencing uh, a lot of threats and a lot of things that are pretty undemocratic. Um, And in the United States is one of those places, um, but there are a lot of places throughout the world where this is the case. Um, And in this initiative, we talk about Um, the six kind of different signs of that. Um, And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of information in it and a lot of like uh, getting into politics and we use Harry Potter to be like, hey, this complicated idea, like here's how it played out in Harry Potter because like the wizarding world is like, uh, they have Minister of Magic, but they're doesn't seem like a very democratic place. Not really, no. Not so many checks and balances there. Yeah, not a lot of checks and balances. There is... Um, uh, doesn't seem like elections really happen that often or matter that much, um, especially because, uh, you know, like you can just appoint a minister mm-hmm. in certain circumstances anyway. Um, but... Uh, we talk a little bit about that. One of the signs of a declining democracy is uh, corrupting elections and uh, mm-hmm. elections that start to be uh, to mean a little bit less. And we talk a little bit more about uh, some of the some you know some things going on in the Wizarding World in the later books in the series. Um, another 
another sign of a declining democracy is uh, quashing dissent. Um, and basically, you know, people who speak out against you are um, silenced in one way or another. Um, and, you know, we we see that now in the U.S. Um, with uh, the White House really using their podium to go after individual journalists or Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. or uh, that restaurant in Virginia that Sarah Sanders went to. Mm -hmm. um, and but and I mean we also see it like all over the world. It's a big thing in Russia where uh, folks who speak out against Putin are jailed or disappeared or uh, killed, all manner of thing. Um, and it we also see it in Harry Potter in the way that Voldemort manipulates the Daily Prophet and like even before he comes to power, how people are kind of, uh, like, paving the way by, um, you know, using the media to uh, get people against uh, Harry mm -hmm. and against Dumbledore. And um, and it's just kind of exploring those different things. Um, you know, we also talk about, uh, like, Umbridge's ridiculous power grab where she goes from being like a ministry appointed defense against the dark arts teacher to like heading up the Muggleborn registration committee um, and kind of looking at how um, having no checks and balances like how that plays out for her and like what it means when our system of checks and balances in the real world uh is is weakened um so yeah so anyway so the toolkit itself has a lot of like uh a mix of like magical technical things um and we are going to be coming out with uh some videos where we talk a little bit more about each of the categories because the toolkit itself even though it's information dense it's pretty short um there are six signs and each sign is only one page so it's a you know it's a quick read mm -hmm. um but we're going to have some videos talking a little bit more about them. Um, and we are also looking at putting together, um, it's, it's an idea that we're still sort of working on, but uh, these democracy date ideas where you can like get together with some friends. We're going to have some recipes of like food that represents democracy mm -hmm. and magic. We'll, fi we'll figure it out, but very <laughs> some democratic, delicious, magical foods that you can make and share with friends um, and then can kind of talk about um, some of the things in the toolkit and like what are the steps that you're going to take in the real world. Like if you decide like, um, you know, like media reform is super important to you and like the preventing the spread of disinformation like what is the next step that you're gonna take to take action on that because um, I think like one of the one of the things that we see Harry Ron and Hermione do all the time is just that like when things are bad they don't just sit and take it you know they don't just be like oh god everything's bad and overwhelming well, whatever, got to get to class. Mm -hmm. Go to the um, library. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to the library and come up with a plan and do something. Um, I think that I think that taking action around this stuff, even if it's small, is something that like it's important for us to do as a society. But I think it's also important to do for yourself because when you know when you let just the bad things in the world wash over you, it feels very powerless. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you take action and when you get a couple of friends to take action with you, it feels like, you know, you're, you're part of a movement that's doing something. And I think that that's good, not only for all of us, but I think it's good for the individual to, to not feel powerless and to feel a lot like Harry, Ron and Hermione do of just like, yeah, we can do something. Let's do it. And you don't have to be the chosen one or the brightest <laughs> witch of your age. You can be the Ron you Weasley. Can be Ron. Yeah, uh-huh. you can be Ron and enjoy the snacks that we're going to be talking about <laughs> in Wizards Protect Democracy, and you can take action. There's something for everyone, is what I'm saying. Awesome. And I really like the, the toolkit, too, because it puts everything in such obvious and clear terms if you're a harry potter fan at least so you know looking at the quashing dissent category Mm -hmm. it's like oh it's what the ministry did to xenophilius lovegood Mm -hmm. got it and then Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah that's basically the same as colin kaepernick and the whole campaign against fake news and Mm -hmm. banning journalists from press events you know on and on and so it's like you can very easily get the idea of what some of those categories are, even though they, even for people who aren't political junkies like Justin. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's uh, what you got out of it. Like that, it's good to hear that. Definitely. Um, yeah. If I folks love... do want, if oh, go ahead. Oh no, please. I, if folks do want to check it out, it is on our website. You can go to uh, thehpalliance.org slash get WPD like get Wizards Protect Democracy or you can go to bit.ly slash WP Democracy Brilliant Yeah, I was just going to say I I love the idea of getting together in small groups that are just united by by friendship and, and common interest that's something that uh, a friend of mine in D.C. was actually starting to do a couple of years ago. Just he would have dinners every month or so and mm-hmm. folks would talk about an issue that concerned them. Um, and then the host would uh, would prepare the dinner, but everybody else would bring some money to chip in and that would go toward a donation toward the cause that they were supporting. Oh, that that's cool. I love that. Um we have we have uh, a pretty robust chapters program in the HPA, and we we have chapters in thirty eight countries around the world, um, and that's I mean that's what they're based on. Uh, also, honestly, is people who are just like we have a common interest. We love Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and we want to find ways to like get together and have fun and make the world better. Um, and and yeah, there are. There, it's a huge like people do a huge variety of things from like getting like just something within their chapter of like getting together and like raising money for a cause or like just getting together and like learning more about these issues um, on up to we've had chapters who have like 
raised thousands of dollars for like uh, immigration uh, legal fees, like protection for immigrants. Um, we had a chapter in Uganda who built like they built a school and a community health center uh, in their town in Masaka, Uganda. Um, we've had ones that have like led arts programs at their school. It's a huge variety of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it's all, this is what I'm talking about too, about how the community around Harry Potter is really inspiring. Um, because I think that there are lots of, um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of lots of other things. Like I grew up in a Star Wars household, and um, I really love Lord of the Rings, and I loved the Hunger Games and everything. And all and all of those communities are uh, have really incredible parts to them, and uh, you know the stories are really epic and inspiring. Um, but I think there's something really special about the community that grew up around Harry Potter that is very driven to like, uh, like make an impact on the world and like be creative and be, um, you know, a, like a force for positivity and, and change in the world. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why that is, but I, um, I don't know. I have, I have found that to be true in my experience. Not that there aren't, there's, there's really cool things that folks who are like in the Star Wars fandom are doing also. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and like, you know, every other fandom, I don't, I don't want to come on your podcast and like trash talk other fandoms <laughs> and then you get a bunch of angry letters. That's not what I'm about. What Harry I'm Potter to say is, is the only good <laughs> literature ever. Yeah, that's yes. right. They say, say read another book. I say don't read any other books. <laughs> <laughs> Burn them. No, uh, that's we actually not what grew I'm up saying. in a Star Trek household, so oh, tread man. carefully. Yeah, <laughs> we like I, Star Wars too. Though. I yeah, feel like right. sharks and jets here right now. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I didn't watch Star Trek until I became an adult. It was it was it was very strange. We're strictly strictly Star Wars in mm. our home. I've never really understood why it's like always either or. It's yeah, because like they have one nothing of them is to do a TV with each show, other. <laughs> another is a set of movies. Yeah. Like, really, their only thing in common is that it has the word star in the title and they're mm -hmm. set in space. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd yeah. think we could get over the whole rivalry thing, but that's just me. Yeah. They have nothing to do with each other. One is One is a war and the other is like going out and, mm -hmm. you know, exploring the universe. Yeah. Um, and one is in the yeah. future, and one is clearly a very long, long time ago. It's <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> it's we're just we're just driven to make comparisons. We have to. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Comparison. So speaking of yeah, speaking of those comparisons, yeah. Um, given that our name is Spew, mm -hmm. uh, you had mentioned kind of thinking about Hermione's growth as an activist, mm -hmm. going from Spew, mm -hmm. which I think we all have some criticisms of mm -hmm. um, and Justin and I we've talked about that some in, the, in previous episodes but going from that um, to kind of being a leader of the DA so Katie do you have any thoughts on how she was able to make that transition um, what were maybe some things that went wrong with mm -hmm. Spew and how we can all learn from that in our activism and allyship yeah. 
Uh, Hermione Granger is uh, a miraculous teaching tool, or not miraculous, I should say Hermione Granger is a wonderful teaching tool, um, because she starts out as not a good activist at all. She Mm -hmm. starts out as a very driven activist, uh, and a very determined one, um, which are, which are good qualities because, uh, the work is hard and the wins are few and like, you have to have a lot of drive in you to keep going. Um, so that's great. But like that, that is, and she's good and she's good at researching, but like that, her skills kind of fall flat beyond that when she's first getting started. Um, because she goes and, you know, she knits all of the, the, um, hats Hats. and Mm -hmm. things for the house elves, um, and just sprinkles them around, bases it, uh, a hundred percent on like Dobby's experience and her opinion mm-hmm. and do- doesn't talk to any of the other house elves. Um, when she does like get information that like, they don't like what she's doing. She just kind of blows it off mm-hmm. as like, they, that can't possibly be true. Like I can't be wrong here. This is what they need. Um, which is, which is absolutely not what you should do as an activist. Like, Number one, if you're trying to help a community that is not a community you're a part of, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be a lot more successful if you talk to them first and uh, find out what folks want. And don't just talk to one person. Like, try and talk to an organization or a couple of organizations. Talk to friends that you have that are in that community. Um, Hermione didn't didn't do any of that. And then, like, if you if you take your best actions like in in good faith and under the advisement of folks from that community and like you still find out that you screwed up your response should not be like well that can't possibly be true this is what they need i know better <laughs> like just just take your l and be like i need to do better i apologize here is how i'm going to do better based on what you're telling me um and then do it follow through um and so yeah hermione like grows as an activist because her next kind of big activism project is founding the da and really like recognizing a problem in her direct community that students need to know how to defend themselves and they're not going to learn it. And so like going, uh, around to other students and finding like, you know, like, will you join us? Is this something that you want to be a part of and that you need? Um, you know, and she finds, uh, the resources in Harry's experience that they need to, uh, be successful, um, and they have, you know, provides, provides a great comfortable space. I mean, Hermione doesn't do that. The room of requirement does, but, um, you know, uh, she, she graduates, uh, a lot based on that, that first failure. And I think like that is an important lesson right there is I think it's easy to get discouraged, um, in anything, but, uh, in a lot of social justice work, cause there are just a lot of ways that like, you're going to, um, you know, like make assumptions and, uh, f- f- like fail in different ways. Um, and it's important to like, 
just see that as growth opportunities and mm-hmm. just kind of take the Hermione Granger path of like, okay, next time we're going to do it differently. Um, get over that first stumble in the Hermione Granger path of like thinking you're right and like not listening. Um, but, you know, just uh, just finding ways to like learn from your experience and like keep growing and keep getting better um, because that's, I don't know, that's the only way the world gets better is if each of us gets better in turn. Um, so yeah, I really, I like Hermione's arc and, um, you know, I'm not sure where y'all fall on the cursed child uh continuum of feelings but (laughs) she 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 grows into a pretty powerful decision maker uh according to to the play so Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know she continues to keep evolving um but yeah i love hermione and in and we are called the harry potter alliance but a lot of times i feel like we should be the hermione granger alliance because Mm -hmm. we have done a number of um projects and uh campaigns we have a conference named after hermione Mm -hmm. so uh she's she's a girl for sure i'm sure you've seen the uh the books as retitled as the the hermione Granger (laughs) books (laughs) yeah that's that's great i mean there are definitely many times when i just felt like you know harry himself kind of sucks (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you love him in the end, obviously, and mm-hmm. deep down, always, but, like, he would really get himself into a lot of trouble if Hermione wasn't around. Yeah, I kind of do, I love, I love the parts of Harry that, because Harry is such a, like, uh, like a mythical figure of, like, the chosen one, and, like, everyone around him uh, you know, treats him like a big deal because he is so famous and everything else. And I kind of love the parts of Harry that are just super ordinary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like, you don't do your homework and you, and you just like want to talk about Quidditch all the time. Yeah. And people are like, oh my God, he's so famous. And you're like, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> Makes him relatable. Yeah. So... Harry Potter, he's just like us. (laughs) Yeah. So one or two more things, uh, one or two more things before we let you go. I really liked what you, when we were kind of preparing for this, you talked about um, what were Neville, Ginny, and Luna doing Mm -hmm. in book seven when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are off looking for Horcruxes. And I think we obviously get a little snapshot, snapshot, Mm -hmm. um, or insight into what they were doing towards the end and they were rebelling against Snape and eventually went into hiding in the room of requirement. And, mm-hmm. But I thought that was a pretty cool idea and it's fun to think more about that and how that might, um, mm-hmm. you know, we may not be the three people who are going out and saving the entire world but maybe we can be a part of a movement where we're at, wherever we're living in our communities, um, getting ready and trying to, you know, build a grassroots movement to be a part of something bigger. Absolutely. I, I think about like that is the, 
one of the stories when you think about the like the stories that you want to uh know more about like a you know a lot of times like i like everyone else would love my like uh you know marauders comedy or like my lily and james rom-com or something mm. but i think all the time about like i really want to know like more about uh neville luna, luna and Ginny's time uh of being like the 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 defense on the home front and really like the squeaky wheel in hogwarts um and I think about it a lot because I don't live in a big city. I live in a small town in upstate New York, and um, I'm, you know, pretty removed from a lot of the big movements. Um, but I still make it uh, an effort to get involved with, like, local organizing that is happening here. And, like, a lot of our chapters are based in, um, you know, like, small places all over the world um and i think it's important to like like build where you are and build uh build the movement where you are because like if we want a worldwide change for the better it has to happen everywhere including in your hometown or wherever you happen to be um and i think that uh it's so important to like find ways to connect with local organizing and local ways to make the world better. Um, and I don't know, that's, I think that's one of the fun parts of being involved in the HPA is like, we have so many chapters around the world that even though you're doing something just, um, you know, in your immediate community, it's connected to this much bigger movement. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think a lot about, uh, Neville and Luna and Ginny, because uh, I think they were probably doing some incredible, like, inspiring and probably, like, really funny things. Oh, and we sure. just And we just sort of get, like, you know, uh, like a one-page snapshot of it, and I'm just like, no, no, tell me more! Ah, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we got a kind of in-depth um overview of the wizards protect democracy campaign um i was also just looking around on the website i'm pretty excited about the wizard activist school and so mm -hmm. as i was just thought of that as we're talking about what people can do in their wherever they're living and i think it's always good to kind of wrap up on a call to action or ideas for our listeners to um, do something because like you were saying earlier that can be a really good way to cope with injustice in the world is to take action yeah. so part of that is education mm -hmm. and i just went through and did most of the social justice 101 module nice uh, which is really cool and so i think that's a, a great way to just make sure we're all doing that work of keeping ourselves educated and building our tools of being leaders and activists um and it's always more fun when it's when there's harry potter involved yeah absolutely yeah for uh folks who 
listeners who are unfamiliar with it, Wizard Activist School is our uh, 100% online, totally free, go-at-your-own-pace training uh, on kind of all different things that you would need as a world-changing, magical organizer. Um, Everything from, like, social justice 101 and 102 through, like, uh, like event management and conflict resolution and, um, you know, uh, like professionalism and talking to the media. Um, so it's a, it's a really cool resource. It's a hundred percent free. Um, you get connected with, uh, a mentor who kind of like goes, goes through, like after you complete the modules, like kind of reviews them with you at the end. Um, yeah, so it's a really it's a really cool tool. Um, we do also I should also plug our real life uh, Wizard Activist School, which is the Granger Leadership Academy. Um, it happens every year in March. It's a real life uh, conference. Uh, it's a magical academy. It appears once a year in all different locations. This year, it's in Philadelphia. Um, And it's four days of, like, real-life activism training, but all of it is through the lens of story. Um, Not just Harry Potter, like, there's all kinds of, like, Marvel and Steven Universe and stuff like that. Um, But uh, obviously heavy emphasis on Harry Potter. It is the Granger Leadership Academy, after Mm -hmm. all. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a blast, and if you enjoy uh wizard activist school or you enjoy any of the hpa's other projects you will love uh the granger leadership academy and uh the deadline to register for this year is coming up it's uh, february 15th i was gonna say september i was thinking like <laughs> get on the train but that has passed September <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah um, justin we should get all of our uh you know, multi-million dollar businesses that sponsor our podcast to yeah. get us tickets out there so we can go and do a live podcast from the, yes. the conference. That'd be sweet. Brilliant. That's ab- absolutely true. If you have a, a mattress or an electric toothbrush that wants to send you to GLA, we're all for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, Katie... We want to thank you so much for being on our podcast. This was lovely. I think we got a lot of good insights and learned a lot about the Harry Potter Alliance. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's it's really fun to talk to you guys. Same here. Yeah. And us every- of the, the importance of of the how much how much power there is in small groups of people who believe in something. So thank I you. I hope so. I I got to believe in that. <laughs> I got to mm-hmm. believe in that. It's Harry, if Harry, Ron, and Hermione can do it, we can do it too. Yes. Well, on that note, everyone check out the hpalliance.org. Mm-hmm. And also, I believe the same thing, HP Alliance on social media. Yeah, the HP Alliance everywhere. Perfect. Fantastic. Thanks, Katie. Right. Thank, Thank you so you much. So much. Well, there you have it. That was Katie Bowers from the Harry Potter Alliance. We thank her so much for coming on. And don't forget to check out A.J. Shankman, A-J-S-H-E-N-K-M-A-N, on Instagram. Thank you again to Shankman for producing this lovely music for us.